Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Everything plugged in now? <laughs> yeah, it's all working. It's all plugged in now. It's time to take my reward. <laughs> This is, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg uh, Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. I'm a little tired. I've been working a lot yeah, on something. I, I feel so bad for you. I came in and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I've been working on the same thing that I've been doing for the past fucking 48 hours. I'm yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I got maybe four hours of sleep last night. I have been in front of a computer for like 48 hours. Do you need glasses? Uh, no, not really, although this is not good for my I eyesight. <laughs> I, I do have a pair of glasses. I have some contacts. It's, like, really, really minuscule. It's not even enough where I'm required to have them for driving or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but contacts, like, really bother my eyes. So I've never been able to find a pair that I works. wouldn't be able to touch my eyeballs. Oh, that was really hard to oh. get used to. Yeah, I hate that aspect, but I, I did end up doing it. And then, I mean, it really doesn't improve much at all. Yeah. Like at far dis it's far distances things will be a little bit cleaner a little than normal. Bit. But yeah, the normal I don't know. I'm because I used to have better than perfect vision, however that's possible. Like twenty five, twenty or whatever it is. But uh I think Would you have like H D vision? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that really <laughs> How is means. It's possible that it can be better than perfect. I don't know. I never understood that either. This is just what the eye people told me. So I'm like, all right. The magical eye better people. Better than perfect. Okay. Were they well, flying by in the planes that fly over your house all the time? There are planes that fly over the house. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so I don't really know what that means. I don't know much about uh, about the eyesight thing. I have but. glasses, but um, I don't wear them as much as I should. But every once in a while, because I have a, what is it, an astigmatism? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it's it some kind of condition. Something, yeah, yeah, something or other. And I have that in my left eye. And every once in a while, if I if I like cried or if I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, like I can feel mm-hmm. my left eye being like really tired, and it starts to get a little blurry. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. I don't like wearing glasses because they're because I like wearing sunglasses a lot, and then um, my I'm, I have a really freak long eyelashes, mm-hmm. so I can't wear yeah. mascara or else like they, do you have the same thing? Yeah, yeah. So it I sucks. can't wear mascara because then it'll just leave these streaks. Not on the, the mascara glasses. problem, but yeah. yes, yeah. It's, it's hard wearing glasses because yeah. yeah, every time you blink, then it hurts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, it's so difficult. I know life is hard. <laughs> God, yeah. I'm I am just kind of out of it today. I don't know. Well, four hours of sleep does that to you. Four hours of sleep, yeah, and then sitting in front of the computer. And I did get a little frustrated. So I've been working on something for the website. We can't say what it is yet because, unfortunately, it's taking a little bit longer. But I would say by tomorrow that tomorrow it should be good to go. And you have to give yourself some rest, too. I know you're a workaholic, but... Yeah, I really need to. I know. (laughs) I need to get the fuck away from the computer for a while. Did you at least stop and like watch the Blazer game or anything yesterday? No. No, you've just stayed in this room. I've been in this room working on this computer till, well, what did I start yesterday at like seven thirty in the morning, and I worked till like ten thirty, and then I tried to sleep, and then that wasn't happening, so I got back up and worked for like another three hours, and then I woke up at seven and then started again. Wow. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, I would imagine so. It's I mean, hard. I've seen what you're doing, and it looks really good. It's hard. Well, I'm basically training myself on something that take people take years to work on. And we'll explain this when once it all comes back up. Mm. But uh, yes, so anyway, it's been a... But I get frustrated working on computer programs, especially because I don't, I don't ever take the time to like do all the tutorials and like all the learning stuff, because usually it's like I have to figure it out like right then. Mm. And so... Um, 
And so I just learned by trial and error, which gets frustrating. I heard you screaming and swearing in here. <laughs> yeah, once I get to a certain point, I do. I yell at the computer a lot. I also, <laughs> there's a there's a cord that plugs into our uh, computer we used to record that goes from our mixer into that. So basically it brings the sound into the computer. And it was kind of getting in my way. So I got frustrated and I ripped it out of the computer and I threw it. Yeah, and it was over on my side <laughs> of the table. I'm like, what is this dangling cord thing? <laughs> yeah, I kind of threw it. was like, it. it was in my way, so I threw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. I'll throw things. <laughs> Especially lack of sleep, too. Well, that, yeah, I can't deal with too much of lack of sleep. It makes me really grumpy. Mm-hmm. It's either one way or the other, like, because I'm never normal. I'm either, like, deliriously happy or, like, yeah. horribly in a bad mood. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes for me. And it'll go in waves, too. I'll be, yeah, oh, this is awesome. God damn it. Fuck everything. Bruh. You know what else uh, comes in waves? What? Bipolar disorder. <laughs> it's not bipolar I'm so disorder. happy I'm really depressed. <laughs> yes, it does do that. It does do that. That is not it. No, this is frustration with computers. <laughs> frustration and lack of sleep. Frustration, lack of sleep, and food, too. I haven't eaten much in the last couple of days. Oh, we've discussed this. You know you have to eat. Yeah, I know. I ate a hot pocket. I ate two hot pockets. I ate two, two hot lean, pockets. Two lean pockets. <laughs> no, see, they're lean pockets. Yes. That makes them good. That makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stayed up late last night, but um, actually not very late, because last night was, of course, Lost Night. Yes. Yes. It was a very good episode. Very, very good. And then after that, um, so that was over at 10, and then I was over at my friend's, uh, Lisa and Jay's house, and we ended up watching Boys in the Hood afterward. Ah, Boys in the Hood. Love that movie. Do you, that, do you like that movie? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That is an awesome movie. Oh, it was perfect. It started at 10. It was from 10 to midnight. And I'm like, oh, I want to stay and watch Boys in the Hood. Other so people don't know, don't show, or don't care what happens in the hood. That part is still so sad at the end. Spoiler if you've never seen Boys in the fucking Hood. Yeah, I'm not going to. We're not going to play the spoiler no, alert for Boys no, in the Hood. No, but when the dude it's dies like at the end, it's just like a 15-year-old movie or more. so sad. And the mother's like, it should have been you. I'm like, oh, God. Every time I watch that still, it just is so painful to watch. Chicken head. <laughs> and the kid with the pacifier. Oh yeah, that guy. I forgot about and that the guy, guy in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah that, it is a good movie though. It is. It just reminds you totally how horrible boy. fashion was in the nineties too. Yeah, all the ruffles and like high waisted <laughs> pants and stuff. Oh, it was bad. But Lawrence Fishburne's fucking badass. Yes, he is. Oh, he's well, like, and it's funny because that wasn't when he did that role. It wasn't that long after he was on Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. So he went from Cowboy Curtis to the badass older, you know, gentleman in the in yeah, the hood. The father trying who to was school a man. His, yeah, he's a man trying to school his son and being a man. Ugh. It's like, yeah, you're Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, I love him. Well, I hi, Pee Wee. <laughs> well, Pee Wee. <laughs> and you said that he's coming back for the Pee Wee movie, right? That well, he said that um, he was on. I can't remember whose show he was on. Some talk show, maybe it was Jimmy Kimmel or something. But yeah, he did say that he would come back and do the do the movie. Okay, that's kind of incredible. which would be awesome. <laughs> and older Lawrence Fishburne playing Cowboy Curtis again. after Because all he does is play, like, badass roles now. Oh, yeah. And after doing... Do uh, so what was like his the name in The Matrix? Man. Um, what was he? I mean, it was Neo and then Morpheus. 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 <laughs> you have to choose, Neo. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the red pill or the blue pill. So did Butters end up getting in here today and scattering shit all over again? Uh, she must have at some point because there is some more stuff scattered around in here. Well, it sucks too because I can't take the trash out because we forgot to put the trash out last week. So it's it's full to the brim, our trash can. And, um, and so you're yeah, literally living in your own filth right now. Living in our own <laughs> filth, yeah. Because I have nowhere to put it. And I can't like just set it outside next to the trash can because animals will get into it and it'll be all over the place. Or bums will go through it. And, uh, and so... So, yeah, so we have all this backlog of trash waiting to throw away. Trash day is tomorrow, though. <laughs> oh, my trash day is on Mondays. 
That's one well, to grow on. There we go. There you go. Um, <laughs> I actually went through a bunch of shit yesterday and uh, ended up with an enormous bag of trash, but it was for a different reason. Because so I have, we've talked about before. I have minor just a touch of OCD, just a touch. Yeah. And what time um, is it? You know what time it just was? <laughs> I know. It's all right. I'll get it at one eleven. And um, so I might like to collect things, not hoard, collect. Mm-hmm. So I have like a lot right. of sunglasses and like shoes and stuff. And one of yeah, the other how many things, pairs of sunglasses was it? Like seventy-two. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh huh. And anyway, so I have all these purses too. But these purses I've toted with me for the past eight years that I've lived in Portland. So I have all these purses. I didn't know how many I had until I counted them yesterday. But um, so my buddy Bart, the one who died a few weeks ago. He gave me this pocket knife. It's like this awesome switchblade pocket knife. And he had uh, my initials SXD engraved into it. Cool. And I was driving myself insane not being able to find it. And I knew it was in one of those purses. So yesterday after we got done with the show, I hunkered down. I'm just like, fuck this. I, I emptied out every single purse I had in that in that cabinet and dumped it out in the middle of the floor and cleaned out eight years worth of shit. Like I found, I found love letters for my boyfriend in like 2002. Love letters? You have a... You had a boyfriend that wrote you love letters? Yes, they were very sweet. He was a very nice boy. Mm-hmm. And found like um, an old like fat picture of me from college, uh, like an old, like, old ID <laughs> card. I found my I found my London ID card from when I was going, um, when I studied abroad, when I lived in London. Oh, wow. Yeah, found just like, all this random shit. Found like 16 different lipsticks. I found about $37. Um, just through all this shit, found receipts, old food. It was just disgusting. I filled up an entire garbage bag full of stuff. To so, throw away from my eight years of purses. So just just so I understand, how many purses is it that you have? Well, I counted them. Mm-hmm. And I own 36. So That's not very many. 36 purses, and there's stuff in there that you haven't seen since 2002 or before. Yeah, the ID card from mm-hmm. London was from 2000. Mm-hmm. And how are you not a hoarder? I got rid of all of it. <laughs> Because I went through, I've hoarded it for eight years, but I just decided I. Finally, Good. I just wanted you to admit that is that is a bit of a. It hoarding was Tennessee. a little bit of a hoarding because I I liked saving it because sometimes I don't like to know what's in there because it's like a nice surprise. Well, and I can understand that too because mm-hmm. I used to do that with uh, wallets. Like I, I mean, I've had the same wallet now for a long time, but I'll I used to like go through wallets and then I'd like leave myself surprises in there. I found two wallets. I found one with like um yeah like a picture of me and like a high school boyfriend in it, and then like um. Yeah, like a bunch of like ticket stubs. I found my Bob Dylan, the first Bob Dylan concert I went to, I found it in one of my wallets in my purse. <laughs> it was awesome. That's cool. That yeah, cool. I, st- and I know. I did find the pocket knife. Let me just say that was driving Oh, me awesome. Insane. So I found it in bag number 13. <laughs> 37 isn't, or 36 isn't very many purses, is it? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know the exact number of purses that a person should have, but um, 36 seems like an awful lot. How many person? I mean, how many opportunities do you get to use those? Well, it's you'd you'd. I mean, even if you used a different one every day, that'd still be over a month rotation on your purses. You'd only be using them less than twelve times a year. And I do have you'd to say, I did put th- in. I didn't count the ones because I'm giving three away for my garage sale things. So I took three out and then I threw I threw two away because they were they had like broken straps and zippers, and I was hanging on to them like a crazy hoarding lady for no reason. So you still have thirty one purses. No, I, I still have 34. 34. I just didn't count the three that I'm giving away and the two I threw away. <laughs> so maybe it was 41. Okay. Okay. That's what I was wondering about. Yes. No, uh, but that's. I think that's why I do like to secretly hoard is because you always get to have little surprises. That's why I don't like putting... 
I don't like putting my money in my wallet all the time too because uh-huh. I have dollar bills floating around in my purse and then every once in a while I'll be surprised with like a five. Yeah, I'm like, be like oh. sweet. Because it's it's kind of boring to know exactly how much you have or like where everything <laughs> is. Yeah, no, it's fun. I don't know what Butters is doing the other. She's yeah. moving around. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can understand that. Well, because I find stuff in my pockets all the time. Like coat pockets because I have a few different coats or like jackets but then some of them I don't wear forever and then I'll, I'll open them up and yeah, I'll find mm. money or somebody's lighter that I've stolen. You always find or... candy. You see, and that's the thing and I don't <laughs> eat candy. Like I'm really not a candy person. Candy. Well, no, I had it. I, I had it that one time I remember because I had gone to Wonderland and then uh, worn this coat to Wonderland. For those of you who don't know, Wonderland's like this. Um, it's like an old school video game center. It's a nickel arcade basically, like literally. And, um, <laughs> literally. Literally. And... Um, but then you can you can play like skee ball and stuff and get tickets so you can buy stuff. But usually you can, all you can ever get is really candy because it's like all the stuff costs so much in tickets. So yeah, I'll have like laffy taffies in there and I don't eat them so they're there. And you forever. got the parachute man too. I did. I do have the parachute man. I found him too the other day. Now I can't find him again. He was sitting on your dining room table. Oh, maybe that's where he is. Yes, he's somewhere over there. Maybe he's hanging out. Yeah, we're gonna there. have to use the parachute man. <laughs> we will. Just put firecrackers you know on what things. i have um, to tell you though just like back real quick to the hoarding thing like if if anyone has anybody in their life that you think they gather too much shit make them watch two episodes of hoarders <laughs> and they will want to get rid of shit in a second like that's what finally convinced me to get rid of all the crap in my purses because i was watching all these people in hoarders i'm like oh my god i have like half-eaten granola bars and purses that are like seven years old oh really what can you do half-eaten granola bars not anymore now they're in the garbage wow but I have toted them around with me for like eight years. And how much garbage was it that you came out with? An entire garbage bag. Wow. To be fair, it was like a tall, it was like a tall kitchen garbage bag. Yeah, with the nonetheless, that's still a lot. It was a lot. I was, yeah. my sister came over yesterday and she's like, oh my, I'm like, that came out of that because I'd put, I redisplayed all my purses <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, you're gross. <laughs> well, at least you have somewhere you can throw your trash right now because I don't. I, it is funny though. We I had thought about going on a on a dump run. Going to the actual dump? No. <gasps> Just to never clear out some bags. Legal. No, but I mean, you know, if you go down to a plat pantry or something, you got a big dumpster out He's there. He's speaking jokingly right now. Right. Don't we all remember about Sam Adams joking about how uh, he was talking about pulling out uh, signs? What? Oh, what was he? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh no! When, was it not Sam Adams? Who was it? Uh, it was somebody else. It was another politician in town who uh, was joking on his podcast about um, pulling out like Sarah Palin signs, and ended up getting um, oh yeah in trouble for it. Well, yeah, but I'm not stealing anything. This is just giving something to the dumpster at another place. Haven't you ever seen the signs on the dumpsters? I don't pay That's... attention to that. <laughs> they say like for you know for plaid pantry use only. If, um, you know, violation of this will be up to like a five hundred like dollar fine. Ah, how are they going to catch you? Drop it off. You go away real quick. You just got to be sneaky about it. Now, I mean, and, but I didn't do it. I did not do that because that's clearly <laughs> highly illegal. But um, clearly highly illegal. But I mean, that's not as bad. I've known some people that have done a lot worse than that, than dropping their trash off at a dumpster. Because um, I used to be buddies with this guy. Uh, well, I was in a band with him. And I won't say the name of the band. I've said it on previous podcasts, but I won't say it right now. So you guys will have to figure it out. Okay. Uh, and it's not courage. Um, so this guy, he was just kind of a, he was crazy. He was absolutely crazy. And um, I remember one day I went over to his house and we were drinking some beer. And he's like, oh, man, I got to get rid of the trash. All right. And he has this brown, um, he had this brown Datsun pickup truck. And he's like, okay, come on, let's go for a drive. I'm like, what are you talking about? 
like, this is just really weird. He's like, uh, no, come on, man. Just, I got to get rid of the trash. Just come with me. And so in the back of his truck, it was full of trash bags. He took off driving and, and we went through a bunch of neighborhoods here in Southeast Portland, got to this grade school. He drove up onto the lawn. And this is this was at night. Drove up onto the lawn, through like the entire like front yard of the school. Drove around to the back of the school. Hops out and throw out, threw out his trash bags, and then took off in the dumpster, or just like on the ground. On the ground. Oh my god! I know, and that's why I'm saying I'm not condoning this. This I didn't have any. I didn't know that's what he was going to go do. Obviously, I wasn't. I didn't stop him. Like, yeah. Stop doing this now. No, sir. you must be stopped. I was just like, wow, okay. But yeah, that's that's what he used to do. Like, it's like, oh, hope you didn't leave any receipts in there, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah, because I guess they didn't pay for trash service, so he'd just go. He'd wait till it filled up the truck, and then he'd go dump it around places around Portland. So you take his trash. So when he would take his trash out, it would be to the back of his pickup truck. Yes. Wow. And then drive around and dump it off. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It's something. It's something all right. Yeah. It is something all right. Yeah. I I, I won't say anything more about this guy to identify him, but okay. uh, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have some like kooky band name? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that kind oh, of yes. seems like he would. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And and I was I was in the band and it was a, uh, yes, it was a very kooky band name. Okay. Probably pretty offensive right now, actually. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> all right. I'm loopy. All right. Well, do you want to talk some balls? Because that always centers you. Yeah. I'm not sure what you're implying by that. I mean, it always relaxes you. Yes. I mean, something gold bomb like medicated that. powder. All right. Yes. Let's let's talk some balls. Okay. Oh, well, speaking of that gold bond thing really quick, I've read some of the most disturbing things after our show yesterday when we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have posted on my page because, you know, we write the summary every day from the show. And, you know, I talked about... Um, in the summary, we were talking about Gold Bond and we were talking about Farmville. So it was equal parts people talking about Farmville. Yeah, a lot of people commenting about the Farmville I, I saw in some different places. Yeah, people are um, like, they get really angry about it. I know. There's, I, do, I don't understand the anger over Farmville. I mean, you, you got to know it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm believe me, I play stupid games on my phone all the time. So I completely understand that. I'm not being hypocritical on this. But I mean, you know. Farm bills ridiculous. It's just like, but also, it's ridiculous. The thing is, when you play games on your phone, nobody sees it because <laughs> yeah, that's like true. I can see the updates. Like I would be embarrassed. Like you know, because if I'm doing something <laughs> stupid on my computer, like I don't want everyone to know. Like being like Sarah's looking at Perez Hilton for the forty seventh time today. You know, like <laughs> I don't want people to know that. Just like you know, I don't need to know that somebody found you know purple cow wandering around that's crying and needs a barn or whatever. So there's a bunch of angry Farmville people. But then um, <clears throat> I got a couple comments on this, and this uh, guy, Steve Stein, said, Gold Bond Powder, ah, uh, just the thing for the male itch. And then Tuggy <sighs> wrote the most disgusting thing ever. What? Gold Bond is like a thousand little elves massaging your balls. Seriously, that's that's almost the exact same thing I got on my page. From, uh, from uh, Roy. What does it okay, say? Roy. He says, haha, you and Sarah mentioned Gold Bond, a.k.a. a thousand elves. When you dump it on your sack, it feels like a thousand little elves massaging your balls. What? Is this like something that people say in the Gold Bond community? Maybe it's a, no, maybe it's like a Saturday Night Live sketch or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because... Those are both quoting that. Gold Bond. Gold Bond elves. thousand little elves. <laughs> oh, here's another site that says Gold Bond is the breath mint for your balls. <laughs> Gold Bond, the best thing since well forever. Facebook group. 
<laughs> Category, common interest, description. Have you ever had a thousand little elves blowing on your nutsack? <laughs> God, what are we, toilet humor? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, this is apparently a big thing. People uh, enjoy using the gold bond on their... Uh... Okay, that's weird. There's a whole Facebook community called Thousand Elves. Wow. See, I didn't... to the gold bond club. I didn't realize how popular it was. I thought this was just like a niche little thing, but... No, well, I guess, you know, people need to... <laughs> Get their, I don't know, on. The elves on their, on their balls. What is the people latching uh, onto elves and balls? I, I really have no answer for that. Well, Greg, I, do you have a different kind of balls to talk yes, about? Yes, yes, we do. Let's move on to another kind of ball. <laughs> I'm not a thousand of them either. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Woo. All right. Uh, in NBA news, the Blazers won. Yay! They beat New they Jersey, possibly awesome. the worst team of all time in the NBA, the New Jersey Nets. Uh, but the Blazers beat them, so that's good. You never want to lose to a team like that. Good. Yeah, you don't want to lose to them. Because they're, they're pretty terrible, right? Uh, yes. They are uh, probably going to... Well, right now they're on pace to be the worst team of all time. They have the worst record in the history of the NBA. Uh, so hopefully they'll get that just because that's going to be kind of funny to watch. Uh, but the Blazers beat them, so that's good news for them. They've got they've got kind of a rough uh, schedule coming up. So I think they're playing Toronto and then uh, Chicago, Minnesota. It's like, it's like three games with one day off or something like that, all road games. So we'll see how they handle that. Okay. Hopefully this will give them confidence beating up on a really crappy little team like the New Jersey Nets. Um <laughs> Let's see. In the NFL, some couple of things going on. There are rumors that a uh, team may be moving to San Antonio, that uh, it's the NFL may be coming to San Antonio, which I don't know. I don't really see that happening. I mean, that'd be a third NFL team in uh, in Texas, which they already have two. And I guess the uh, Dallas Cowboys owner says that Jerry Jones says that he would try to block it if it were to happen. But San Antonio is a pretty big city. It's, uh, you know, not many people talk about it, but it's a, it's a pretty big place. And uh, I could I could see maybe that happening there. And they do love their NFL in Texas. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, LT. So I was talking about Ladanian Tomlinson yesterday about how he was going to re- be retiring. Or not retiring, but he was being let go from the San Diego Chargers. And apparently Chicago Bears may be picking him up. So it looks like his career may keep on uh, keep on going here pretty soon. Um, let's see. We have a couple of things from ESPN analysts. And so I want to play I want to play a couple of these here. There's uh, There's some, been some controversy involving them. And the first thing is, it's uh, Scott Van Pelt. Now, he's a pretty famous uh, commentator. Like, he, he has a radio show, and he's on TV, and he does all kinds of things. And the other day, he was supposed to be having an interview with Brian Westbrook on his TV show. Brian Westbrook uh, is a running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was going to be calling in by phone. And this was live on television. Uh, this is him, Scott Van Pelt taking the and phone right call. Now, we have the chance to talk to Brian Westbrook as well. He joins us now live here on SportsCenter. And Brian, we appreciate the time at this late hour. There's a saying that it's not personal, it's business. When it happens to you, does it feel personal? No, well, how are you doing, Scott? I'm very well, thank you. Well, you know, I love Philadelphia. I love being part of this football organization. I'm going to miss being here. As you know, I've been here for many years, and I've made many friends off and on the field. I, I have nothing but respect for uh, head coach Andy Reid, and I look forward to a future of worshiping the prostate of Howard Stern. Oh, boy. We got that, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awkward. And look at so that. So I that worked out. Look. Listen I to him now. 
Hi. Hi, you my, too. my guess was when he first wanted to say hi to you, Scott, and how yeah, are you doing? Exactly. I thought he was a big fan of your radio show, Scott. Uh, it's great times. It's understandable. All right, uh, to baseball now. <laughs> oh. Just awkward. See, I despise prank calls. Like, because I, you know, being a phone screener for a number of years for, mm. like, a, a few radio stations... Oh, there's just well, the like, thing is though, if you have a guest of of Brian Westbrook like qual, I mean that high up, you would think you'd be able to screen that out pretty well. Because I mean, what? Just some guy? Yeah, hey, this is uh, Brian Westbrook. Can I talk to uh, <laughs> you? Know, I mean, seriously, like whoever that was that was screening the calls, probably maybe out of a job at this point. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> <Are you kidding? laughs> that is that's about the worst thing possible, and that I can only imagine what Scott Van Pelt said off the air. After he, after well, that, well, because happened. and it's live, so I mean, like, live. there's yeah, nothing you could stop from looking like a jackass. Like, nope. that's yep. humiliating. You just look oh. like a giant jackass. And plus, that whole segment's gone because he thought there was going to be this big long segment with Brian Westbrook. And so then, what do you do? <laughs> just awkward silence. Oh. So, uh, so that happened with them. And another ESPN analyst is actually in trouble uh, for not being so quiet. Tony Kornheiser. So Tony Kornheiser, he's a he's a commentator on ESPN. He's kind of known as a as a loudmouth and um, makes a lot of jokes about people. A lot of times he's actually really funny. I think he's pretty funny. He's, he hosts, co-hosts a show called Pardon the Interruption. Okay. But um, he started making some comments about one of their uh, fellow coworkers at ESPN, uh, a sports anchor, uh, female sports center anchor Hannah Storm. So Hannah Storm was on there, and Tony started saying. Making fun of the outfit she was wearing, uh, saying that her Catholic school plaid skirt was way too short for somebody her age, and that she looked, that her tight shirt looked like a sausage casing. So, uh, apparently they did not feel that, uh, ESPN felt that was inappropriate for Tony Kornheiser to be saying that about Hannah Does Storm. Does she wear ill-fitting clothing? I don't know. I haven't been able to see a picture of her in the actual outfit. That uh, he was commenting on. What's her name? Hannah Storm. I mean, she's not a she's not a bad looking woman. I don't know. Oh, the second thing in Google is Hannah. Hannah Storm, Storm outfit. outfit. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if that's the actual outfit though that she was wearing. The one that's going to pop up on here. But anyway, I I do think the line, "Your shirt looks like a sausage casing" is pretty funny. That's all I have to say on that one. All right, uh, let's see. In the NCAA news, okay, so I was talking about University of Mississippi, how they're going to be getting a new mascot, uh-huh. and that people are voting on them, and two of the leading ones were uh, a riverboat gambler, and then I think it was, what, what was the other one? Some other, uh, colonial soldier. Well, apparently something <laughs> else has pulled into the lead, and um, it is a, a very unique mascot that uh, people from, and University of Mississippi has said, whatever the students vote on is what they will go with. And the leading candidate right now to be the new mascot of the University of Mississippi Rebels, Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. Yeah! Oh, that is so cool! Yeah, he's the, he's the uh, lobster-looking kind of guy. So I it guess... like a squid kind of, like a yeah, squid lobster Yeah, it's kind of a man. squid lobster, yeah, thing. Um, but yeah, Admiral Akbar is the leading candidate, the supreme commander of the Rebel Alliance. Maybe the new mascot of University of Mississippi. That would be awesome. That is kind of incredible. I mean, seriously, if they want to make just a stark change from from the uh, racial issues that they've had, put Admiral Akbar as your mascot. That is perfect. It's awesome. Perfect. So uh, kudos to every all the students that go to University of Mississippi. Definitely keep voting on that. If you if you go to school down there, vote for Admiral Akbar. I I fully endorse that. <laughs> Greg uh, Nibbler likes this. Greg <laughs> Nibbler endorses Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, let's go on to a little bit 
of Olympics. Who is this that keeps calling? Okay, sorry, I forgot to put my phone on silence. And there's unknown numbers that keep calling. Have you paid your cell phone bill? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I've paid my cell phone bill, so I don't really know what that is, but it drives me nuts. I should have just put my phone on silent. I'm a little crazy today. <laughs> it's time for Olympics coverage. You need to have a different voice for Olympics coverage. It's time for the Olympics. You- Countries around the world gather together, celebrating camaraderie and athletes. Yes, there's no disagreements here. Okay. Uh, and let's see. All right. Um, so here's an awkward moment from the Olympics yesterday. Uh, why do you always have to find the most awkward moments? Because they're the best. I know. Uh, Sven Kramer. Sven Kramer. He is a, uh, a what is it? I can't even know. Long-distance speed skater. So okay. he's, he's, he skates for the 10,000 meters, which is like 25 laps, which is just a long, long time. And this guy had already won a gold in the Olympics, and he was um, in the lead at the end on the last lap. And so he was he was about seven seconds ahead of the next person. And part okay. of this, when you're doing the long distance ones, they have to switch between the inside and the outside lane, like every lap, just mm-hmm. so that it's fair. You know, it balances out so nobody gets the inside lane the entire time. Well, I guess this guy was coming around the final turn, and he was supposed to be on the outside lane. And his coach started yelling at him and pointing and saying, inside lane, inside lane. So he went into the inside lane like his coach told him to do. Well, he's not supposed to do that. That was a foul. Oh. And, that, and he didn't know that that was a foul of time because his coach told him to do that. That's what they're supposed to do. So he crossed the finish line thinking he just won gold by this eight-second margin. Come to fi- And then, then to find out he was disqualified. Oh, man. On the last lap. With a gold medal in hand, basically, because his coach yelled the wrong thing. Oh, I wonder if he, like, bitch-slapped his coach. Yeah, well, they, show, they showed him afterwards, uh, him and his coach, yelling at each other. But, I mean, how how horrible is... And, and the thing is that he thought he won, too, that when he crossed the line. terrible. Yeah. So, uh, he, did not, he did not get a gold medal or any medal. And I can't imagine that his coach is going to be staying with him for very long. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I think that relationship might be a little broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. So uh, another thing that's going on in the Olympics, um, this is kind of this is actually really funny. So there's a, a pair of U.S. Uh, Olympians in also in speed skating, uh, Ryan Bedford and Chad Hedrick. Well, Chad Hedrick is, a, is has been a, a kind of a veteran, and so he's been in a few Olympics. And this Ryan Bedford, this is his first Olympics. So Chad Hedrick convinced Ryan, the younger guy, that they should shave their heads and paint American flags on them together because that would just be awesome. And they could both do it, and it'd be a lot of fun. Well, um, the younger guy went ahead and did it, and then the older guy said, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oh, so man. this is what <laughs> Ryan... Oh, that looks kind of awesome. It's, it, well, it, it's something. So Ryan Bedford, uh, we'll put a picture of this too up at funemploymentradio.com, now has this, these red stripes and a blue blue and uh, white stars See, all over his that's head. That's funny. That's kind of my fear for today because I'm actually going to get a, um, get a tattoo with my friend today, and I said I'd go first. So oh I'm just boy. like, what if she changes her mind? <laughs> and we're like both not to get the same thing. Because when my sister and I got our tattoos together too, like you can't back first. out though if you do that. No, as soon as the first ink was on my wrist, I'm like, you're in, bitch. I'm like, there's no, there's no backing yeah. out of it now. Yeah, like, no, you can't do that. I don't like it when people say that they're going to do something and then don't do it. Yeah, no, my brother had a friend that did that. That uh, they there was like five of them, I think, and they were all getting the same tattoo, and then one of them didn't. It's like, asshole. <laughs> 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 I think it even had a Roman numeral five in it for all of them. 
<laughs> but then there were only four. And then the dude backed out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the uh, sketchy thing about getting group tattoos. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else is going on? Um, hockey. More hockey news in the hockey, Olympics. Hockey, your yes, new favorite sport my ever. My new favorite sport. So apparently that uh, the Canada-U.S. hockey match that was on Sunday uh, is the most watched sports program in Canadian history. So it, it beat any Super Bowl. It beat... Uh, a lot of regular television shows about um, what is that? There's, they've got all kinds of statistics here. I mean, just amazing amount of people that were watching this game, and um, on top of that, Canada lost, <laughs> which is just awesome. Uh, so Canada is going to be playing today. They did beat Germany yesterday, so they did get through to the next round, and they're actually going to be playing Russia now. Canada and Russia were the two favorites for the gold going in because nobody expected Canada to lose to the U.S. Oh, but because that happened, now Canada and Russia have to play this early in the tournament. So it's going to be a really, really good game. That sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Uh, I think that one starts later on this evening. Yeah, I think it's like at six this evening or something like that. Because before that, the U.S. is playing Switzerland, which will also be a good match and hopefully the U.S. beats that one. But the Canada-Russia one is going to be great because it's two of the big NHL stars. Sidney Crosby, who's basically the Michael Jordan, the the upcoming Michael Jordan of hockey, and Alex Ovechkin for Russia, and they're both kind of hard-nosed, and they both hit people a lot, Mm -hmm. so that'll be awesome. That will be. (laughs) I kind of want to see them hit each other. That's my main goal for today. You just want to see a little bitch fight? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk and Olympics coverage. I have to say it like that. 2010. All right, a little entertainment news, perhaps? I believe so. We're just rolling along today. Okay, my first little bit of news has to do with... Yes, Lost. A Lost star is caught in a major cheating scandal. Matthew Fox's squeaky clean image is the family man could soon be lost for good as he was caught up in a cheating scandal involving a tattooed stripper. So Uh-oh. get this. The stripper, nearly young enough to be his daughter, claims she began the affair with the 43-year-old star after meeting him at a strip club in Bend, Oregon. Really? I didn't even know there were any strip clubs in Bend. Oh, of course. Well, Stephanie Talbot, who is uh, 26 years old, said yes, she's been having an affair with Matthew Fox. She says, quote, we had sex together. <laughs> I've kept voicemails and text messages from him. Stephanie has told others and boasts about her sexual exploits with him, yet the actor denies it, and uh, he is... Let's see. But also, like one of his uh, friends is saying that his partying is out of control. He's boozing and carrying on with women. His carousing is out of control, and it's happening all the time. Well, yeah, because he lives in Portland now, doesn't he? He's going to. Okay. I think they're, I think they're still in Hawaii. Okay, they've been talking about that forever, that he's going to move to Portland or whatever. I know. Huh. So, Stephanie Tal... Is there a picture of her? There is no picture of her. Let's see. It does say where she works. Because that name sounds really familiar. We had sex together. Oh, she she works at Stars Cabaret in Bend. Okay. We'll have to look her up. Huh. Yeah, I... Okay. Kind of curious about that. But Stephanie does say they had sex together. (laughs) We had sex together. (laughs) Speaking about (laughs) piece of shit females... MTV teen mom negotiating plea bargain in assault case. I know you remember this is Farah's mother. Oh, yeah. Farah's the one that's, that's kind of hot. Yeah, but kind of stupid. Oh, yeah. Really stupid. Yeah. So her mother's name is Deborah, and she's negotiating a, p- a plea bargain deal in the domestic assault case re- regarding her alleged attack on her daughter Farah 
during a January argument in their home. So she was arrested on January 16th after the altercation at their home. Affairs, one of the teenage subjects on the MTV reality series Teen Mom. Yes, so uh, the uh, police department was called there uh, because the two were arguing in the kitchen over child care issues as well as other problems when Danielson threw an MTV t-shirt at her daughter which ended up landing near the grandchild who subsequently woke up crying. Blah, blah, blah. Was this on camera? I don't think it was on camera. Okay. I wish, though. So the victim was yelling at Danielson over the shirt throwing and Danielson grabbed Farah by the throat. She pushed her mom's hand away from her. Uh, Farah stated that her mom then hit her along the side of the head and hit her mouth. Uh, the officer at the scene said he observed multiple cuts on the right side of her mouth, blah, blah, blah. I would have hit that girl a long time ago. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Uh, but isn't she the one dating Polly D? She was out on dates with him. Okay. But she's, like, supposed to be mom of the year. Polly she... D. Dude, that girl's just such a mess. I'm taking some water. Mm. All right. Okay. Now, one of our favorite folks that we would like talking about this week, Kevin Smith. Ah, Yes. Kevin Smith reveals why he's been laying low after his airplane drama. So this was like a, like a six-page article. Wow. Yeah, and I had to cut it down, so it might sound a little scattered because I had to I put it down to like four paragraphs. Okay. Okay. So the Clerks filmmaker has done very little press to promote his new movie, Cop Out, which opens this Friday. And over the last few days, MTV News covered a junket and red carpet premiere in New York City, and both times Smith did not show up for on-camera interviews. So as everyone knows, Smith was booted from a Southwest Airlines flight last week after tweeting extensively about it. He's trying his best not to talk about the situation anymore. He explained that he seems reluctant to even make the normal media appearances to promote the film because he doesn't want people to stare at him and be like, oh, there's that fat dude from the Southwest Airlines. Uh, everyone's telling me that I really that I'm don't fat. think that's what people would say when they saw well, Kevin Smith. I know. I think it poked at his like, big insecurity, so now he's just okay. like nutty old too, so... He said, everyone in the world is telling me I'm fat. Everyone on network TV telling me I'm fat. Entertainment tonight put a fucking chick in a fat suit and put her on a plane. I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? (laughs) He goes on to say, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how many ways to say this. For 15 years, I've been completely honest with everybody. I believe in honesty. I've been saying I'm fat for 15 years. This ain't about being fat. They use the fat... They use the... Let's see. They hid the fucking truth with my fat, which really bums me out. They use my own fat against me. I've never said the word fat so many times in my life. They hid behind my fat, and that's my job to hide behind my fat. So, and in conclusion, he says, the fat story is the sexy story that everyone wants to write. I was so mad at the press because I've been honest for 15 years, and I've told nothing but the truth, and all I want is interesting shit to write about. And this one time, when you could have come to my aid, all you did was let me dangle and let these fuckers call me fat. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking. So he's... Wow. So now the... The sad part has commenced, I suppose. I don't know. I don't really know what to do with that. It's yeah. another slow news day. But this is something that I know that you'll love. What? And you have no idea why. And I, I have pictures that we that we are going to be posting up. So Hillary Duff is in the news because she recently got engaged to her longtime boyfriend, NHL player Mike Comrie. So she's had a recurring guest role in the popular CW series Gossip Girl. She was awesome. So she's in, engaged to Edmonton Oilers forward. Her publicist says the two were engaged last weekend while vacationing in Hawaii. She says in an email distributed by the Oilers on Friday that the two were, quote, very excited to share in this happy news. The proposal comes during the NHL's two-week break from the Olympics. They've been dating for over two years. And uh, so they're engaged. But that's not also what's making the news. It's, it could be maybe um, how she thanked him for the engagement. Whoa. So here are pictures that a paparazzi took. Oh, okay, so what here do we it got? Is. What do we got? All right, so this the, the title of this article is called How to Accept a Marriage Proposal. Ready? Uh-huh. Okay, so here she is. So here's the first picture, and there he is holding the ring. And uh-huh. there's, there's paparazzi outside of the 
outside of the hotel room right now. Click to the next one. Wow, they actually got this on camera for mm. proposing. Okay. So there she is covering her mouth. She's so excited. She's like, oh my God, I proposed. The next one is her standing on the balcony taking a picture of her ring. And the fourth is her showing her gratitude. <laughs> wow. Wow. Basically, to put it to put it bluntly, Hillary Duff got engaged and then proceeded to give her future husband a blowjob. And it was caught on camera. Wow. And that, my friends, is how you accept a marriage proposal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that shocked you. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that it's so caught on camera. It is so... Like, like, I mean, they doing? had like, to know people were out there taking their pictures. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at this. <laughs> All right. Well, Hillary Duff. Good, in- <laughs> good job, Edmonton Oilers, dude. And in conclusion, a kooky story. Yes. A woman was so fat that she actually couldn't be shot. Listen to this. A Florida love woman said her love handle saved her life when she was shot entering Atlantic City Bar. Samantha Lynn Frazier says she heard two pops when she walked into Herman's place early Saturday. She then felt pain a little bit and saw blood on her hand after she grabbed her left flap. Atlantic City Police said Frazier was an innocent bystander. Said that a detective said the gunman was aiming for a man who escaped with a bullet hole in his down jacket. The, sub- the suspect remains at large. Frazier told the press of Atlantic City that I could have been dead. They said my love handle saved my life. <laughs> Frazier also told the newspaper that she'd been hollering that she wanted to lose weight, but now she said I want to get as big as I can if it's going to stop a bullet. <laughs> and that is the most random news you will ever hear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bust this crazy shit. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young niggas at the pad throwing up gang signs. Ran in the house and grabbed my clip. With the Mac-10 on the side of my hip. Bailed outside and pointed my weapon. Just as I thought, the fools kept stepping. Jumped in the foe, hit the juice on my ride. I got front and back, and side to side. Then I let the Alpine play, play. Bumping new shit, buying WA. It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played my old shit, it went something like this. Cruising down the street in my six fall. Jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. I wish the microphones were on so we could hear white boy rapping in here. <laughs> Easy E is badass. Hey, I, I well, like was. this song. Are you kidding me? Was badass. That's true. Which one's with the, uh, is the one with the Dr. Pepper commercials? Dr. Dre. That's Dr. Dre. That's also part of NWA. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dr. Dre went from NWA to I'm a doctor. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> hey, did you ever watch CB40 when you were younger? Oh, hell yeah. I fucking love that movie. Oh, fuck yeah. Boys in the Hood. Because I was watching Boys in the Hood last night, you know, but it kept reminding me of CB40. Oh, oh, to CB40. I know, what was his what was name? The, well, uh, 
I'm trying to remember that one line too. Um, Straight out of low cash. <laughs> fucked your mama and a fucked. Uh, something about uh, okay. Now I gotta figure out that line because it's gonna drive me crazy. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is such a yeah. Low, straight out of low cash. Oh, that show is genius. That's when Chris Rock was. St- well, I'm sure he is still funny. I just have no idea where he is. Uh, he he did a special. I think I think he just had a special on. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I fucked your sister and I fucked your fucked your cat. I would have fucked your mama, but your mama's too fat. <laughs> yes, CB4. It's I knew all I'd remember. Class it. here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, so we took a little bit of a break. Yes, but the magic of podcasting, you don't know that. No, we've been here the entire time. We haven't done other things throughout the day. But now you do. <laughs> but Sarah went and did something. I did. I actually just went uh, with one of my best friends, Heather, and we went and got uh, tattoos. Got tattooed. Got my first forearm tattoo. I'm a little stoked about it. <laughs> it fucking hurts right now, though, because it's a little stingy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. My friend uh, Lucky over at, uh, what is it called? My brain isn't working because I have, like, all that adrenaline stuff. No, going my brain's on. not working for all kinds of reasons. Oh, at Anatomy Tattoo on um, on Sandy. And he he did this because, uh, you know, all of us lost our friend a couple weeks ago. And so we decided, because, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of how his life ended, it's also, you know, you also have to think about what the person brought to your life. And mm-hmm. my friend Bart was the one who, he, I mean, he bought me a fucking pocket knife for my birthday so that I could protect myself. And it's, like, all engraved <laughs> SXD. And, like, you know, he would never let any of us walk home alone. Just made really good decisions. You know, minus the last one. But um, right. he made... <laughs> but so we were all talking at his wake, and we were just like, you know, what would be a good thing? And we were all like, what would Bart do? You know, it's kind of like a good thing to think about. And so um, my buddy Heather and I just got WWBD on our forums. And I'm kind of stoked. It's like this old typewriter font, and it's stingy. <laughs> <laughs> I am a pussy. Like, well, most of my friends are, like, covered head-to-toe in tattoos. And I have this little, like, inch-and-a-half one, and I'm like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it does hurt. I mean, when I got mine, it hurt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, see, so, because you have one on your back, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. It's fairly big i don't know four inches five inches something like that maybe it's bigger than that um but i got mine i went out drinking the night before i got it like all night drinking oh lord and the appointment was i think at like 11 a.m and i had been up since or I'd, I'd been up to like four in the morning the night before drinking and so it's a word of advice it's never a good idea to go get a tattoo after drinking because your blood is quite thin and you're hungover, and that's not very fun with a <laughs> jarring needle on your back. So because my um, – I mean, the tattoo came out beautifully, but because I was bleeding so much, it flaked off a whole bunch. So I had to go back in and get everything retouched get back retouched. up. Yeah, because it all scabbed over. And So what is your I, I tattoo of? It's, um, <laughs> I was a bleeder. I was a bleeder. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, My tattoo's off of the Bavarian crest. It's the blue panther on the Bavarian crest because the nibblers are from Bavaria. The nibblers are? The nibblers are. <laughs> Nibla. You're a Bavarian Nibla. Nibla. That's funny. Nibbler.com is a total German website, too. It's some German company. Really? Yep. N-I-B-L-E-R.com. It's like oh, on the side of that's kind of a badass building. logo. You should steal that for something. <laughs> Get that tattooed. Yeah. Nibla. Nibla. Gets it across your stomach. Hello, my name is Nibla. Yeah, I don't, need, I don't even know what they do. I've never been able to figure out exactly. Well, you're clicking exactly. on links written in a different language. Written in language. German. Yeah, I know, but sometimes you can tell by pictures what things are. <laughs> I can read German through pictures. That's right. Wir bitten in ein Integrity. I don't know. Yeah, I can't speak German. Was für Fisch haben Sie? That's all I know. What kind of fish do you have? That's what you know in German. Mm-hmm. Es ist nicht ganz das, was ich möchte. It's not what I want. That's a it's lot of words for saying that's not what I want. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is Nick Gons Dust. Something. <laughs> it makes yes. me sound kind of scary when you say that. Was für Fisch haben Sie? Cheers. This is Nick Gons Dust. Was German is a scary language. You sound like a scary person with that scary language. Yeah. Was für Fisch haben Sie? Yeah. 
Wow. That's my people. So I was gone for a little while, and I came in, and I, I surprised Nibbler, and he was in here. What were, uh, what were you what were you watching? I was watching a little bit of True Blood. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm on. That was the fifth episode of the second season. Mm-hmm. So in like a week and a half, I'm already pretty much. Like you're you're caught up. Yeah, I'm pretty caught up. I've got a, I've got like seven more episodes to go. And then Are you I'm, gonna try and drag them out because you never want it to end? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually I did watch some. I was gonna talk about this too because because while I was working on the computer, I did have that playing up on the side. Mm. So well, it's one of those shows like Jersey Shore that you don't really have to pay. No, oh, you don't have to pay to. any attention. But if you to hear something show. like cr- like crazy going on, you can look over and be like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. Bill's calling all the grave the grave and fucking Silky. Okay, yeah, got it. did yeah. you see that part yet? Yes. How ridiculous is that? It's all ridiculous. But it's, that was that was pretty. That was the cherry on the top like a dead vampire man crawling naked out of his grave to like just take sookie on his grave as they're humping i'm like are you kidding me this is what i'm choosing to watch yeah yeah it's pretty bad it's really bad (laughs) but like you said you don't have to think about it so that's why i can do work and have that playing at the same time and not feel like i'm missing out on anything (laughs) so yeah i did that and and uh, my exciting time while you were getting a tattoo i went to the grocery store Woo! Yeah, it was exciting. I cannot tell you how much I hate going to grocery stores. Oh, me too. I never do. I hate it. I just buy one thing at a time. <laughs> I mean, I would prefer to do that, but I mean, it's cheaper and more efficient to go do it all at once, but oh, I hate it. I just hate walking around the store. I hate talking to people in there. I hate, yeah, mm. pretty much everything about it. No, I just, I never desire to go to grocery stores. Like, I, I tried to when I, you know, first got out of college and I moved to Portland. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to be a grown up now and go and buy groceries. <laughs> and all that would happen is when I'd go and buy a bunch of groceries, they'd rot in my fridge. And then I'd <laughs> shove them to the back and then buy new groceries and then those would rot. And I, I sound really gross today. <laughs> oh, well, what can you do? I basically live in a, in a bachelor pad. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. With your purses and sunglasses. With all my purses and sunglasses. <laughs> boxes and boxes of them. And my purses now are <laughs> missing one bag full less of garbage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's, Class. Yeah. Let's talk about something else. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what is there to talk about? I don't know. It's miserable outside. It absolutely we is miserable outside. Well, I mean, that was part of it, too. Like, going to the grocery stores, how fucking shitty a drivers there are. Oh, here. yeah. I mean... I don't understand this because Portland, I mean, it rains the majority of the year. I mean, you know, you get like three or four months maybe that it'll be pretty much nice. It'll still rain in there at some point. So it rains all the time here. Roads are always wet. But yet if it gets nice for a couple of days and then rains again, people instantly forget how to drive in the rain. Mm -hmm. And accidents all over the place. People drive way too fast. And I I don't know. I just don't get it. My my only theory is that maybe since I think it's like 60% of the population of Portland's not even from the Northwest or anything like that. So maybe just nobody knows how to drive in the rain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, I, I don't that could quite. Be it. Or people are just impatient assholes. Well, yeah, impatient assholes too. <laughs> but I it. mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like you would, I mean, it just comes naturally, like knowing how to drive in the rain. Well, I think people in here. Portland are just, um, I mean, you know, myself included a lot of the time, I'm not the best driver in the world, but I mean, I think a majority of people, a lot of them in Portland are like really bad drivers even like when it's dry outside yeah you know because everyone you see you know like someone's on their phone you're like fucking with their kids in the back or like having a conversation messing with their ipod you know people don't pay attention yeah and then add some rain into that and it's just even even bigger mess yeah when we were driving back from sandy we were driving down uh 28th between burnside and stark and i'm a bicyclist i I love riding my bike i ride it a lot and there was this bicyclist there and he's one of those bike nazi kind of guys like wearing a bright orange parka and he had like the the two side mirrors and like the pointy helmet and that's all fine and good you know like ride safe so anyway he's we're stopped in traffic he pulls like there's you know about like five cars waiting for the stoplight on that corner of 28th and burnside to get Mm -hmm. across and uh he like 
is in traffic and then all of a sudden he zips along the side, passes all of the cars. See, fuck that. No, goes in. He gives, it's people like that that give all bicyclists a bad yeah. name. Mm-hmm. So then he zips in front, pulls in front of the of the car in front and they all start turning and so eventually Heather and I end up in back of him and he's just like swerving back and forth in the lane and then eventually gets over and turns around and glares and I'm just like waving at him like, Hello. Fuck that. I hate that because the thing is if you're riding a bike on the road, then you obey the rules of the road. Mm-hmm. You stop at the stop sign. You don't cut in front of people at the stoplight. I mean, that's just, oh, I hate that so no, much. No, I have some friends who are bike messengers and they do that and I, I refuse fuck to. Fuck that. No, like they'll, yeah. they'll be way ahead of me and they'll have to wait for me because I just wait like a car because I'm, because <laughs> yeah, well, I want to be respected what you're supposed like to do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually legally what you're supposed to do. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's why it bothers me so much. because I mean, And then it's this, those same people that turn around, yeah, and glare at you or yell something when oh, you yeah. pass them. It's like, well, fuck you, dude. You didn't obey the road. No, the bicyclist, he just turned around. He was just like glaring and like starting to shake his fist. And I'm like, we didn't do anything. We're, we're like a good five feet away from you because now you're finally off to the side yeah. of the road, you know? Uh. So yes, the rain brings out the best in everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Well, I'm glad that you got to watch a little True Blood. And I did watch de-stressed. a little. Yes, yes, I got to uh, de-stress a little bit. I don't know. Now I'm, now I'm just completely loopy. And plus, we did crack open a beer. We sure did. No, sure as fuck did. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I was driving home, I called the I'm like, I'm buying you a beer. <laughs> and I'm bringing it to you now. So we are currently drinking a 24-ounce Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yes, Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's quite refreshing on a rainy day. Established in Milwaukee in 1844. Mm. I'm looking. I kind of like rainy days because, especially, I don't really have a lot to do today. I just need to finish up a painting, start a new one, and just kind of hang out in my house. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be warm. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna do that thing where, you know, how you watch True Blood out of the corner of your eye where you're doing something else. I'm gonna watch Glee. I'm still. <laughs> what is this obsession with Glee? It is. You these... are obsessed with it. That's the first thing you did when you came over today. It's like, oh, I, got, I just gotta watch an episode of Glee. I just gotta finish it because I was halfway through one. It's cute. It reminds me of a show like. Um, See, already that description means I have no, no desire no, no, to watch no, no. it. No, no, no. You would hate it. No, I'm not going to push this one on you. True Blood, I knew you'd love. No, Glee, Glee you would not like. Uh, but it's just, it's sweet and it's wholesome. And it kind of reminds me of, you know, like, like happier times, even though, you know, the cheerleader's pregnant and they're all like really. And it has the chick from. Is it a comedy? It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Because I mean, but well, it's, also... got, it's got that girl, for, the lady from. Yeah, you know, all the from yeah, from like best in show and like yeah, Yeah. she's been in yeah, like the like super but kind of you know lesbian looking lady, Mm -hmm. fucking hilarious. She she plays the villain in the show too, which is kind of amazing. So she plays Sue and she's the captain of the cheerleading squad, but um, she's she's just a horrible cunt and she has the best one liners in that show. It is. That's why I watch it because it's actually it's made me laugh out loud many a time. Really, see that lady? She is so good. I I don't even know what her name is, but me she's either. so good in like everything that she's in, especially like all the Christopher Guest movies, like Best in Show and The Mighty Wind mm-hmm. and, and all of those ones. And then she guest stars on tons of stuff. But she's one of those people that I I never know what her name is. No, and she is. Like, I have no genius. idea. Genius, and she's in those mm-hmm. new commercials too. Oh yeah, she's in a bunch of yeah. And I always laugh at the commercials too. I'm like, mm-hmm. you are fucking funny, lady. <laughs> What's I your like name? You. <laughs> what is your name? Who are you? <laughs> Wow. Yes, yeah, so we're we're quite awesome. Are you going to burp? <coughs> Excuse me. So I come back in and Nibbler's sitting in the room, you know, with like a big plate of uh, like almost finished food, has food all over his face. See, I don't know how this <laughs> happened. I don't know how I never get food on my face, but somehow, yes. You're like, what's on your nose? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and, then like all, and all around here. Yeah. Well, that proves how tired I am. That's and my okay. beard's starting to grow back. I know you're actually starting to look more like yourself. <laughs> I'm going to have to shave it, though, at some point again. Well, what should we do to snap out of this funk? Should we maybe sing a little karaoke? I think that would be a great idea. What should we sing? Well, it is rainy. It is. We could do, uh, we could do Blame It on the Rain. Oh, I don't know. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. All I know is Blame it on the stars that that shine that night. 
Whatever you do. <gasps> what about Purple Rain? The blame I don't I think I know that one good enough. I never meant to cause you any trouble. See, I don't know Purple Rain very well. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weirdly timed, too, so you have to kind of know it. Yeah. What's a Rain song that we both like? Blind Melon. No. That's too high. Blind Melon would be good. What it's- about... Um, what about November <gasps> Rain? Yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> I watch November that video, rain. like, once a day. Do you really? Get, is there a Seriously. I have a problem. Yes. You watch that video once a day. You watch November Rain. A, like, 15-year-old video once a day. Like, every other day. Uh-huh. Back to back with uh, Bad Romance. And Meatloaf, I would do anything for love. Is there a shorter karaoke version? Because I know that song's like nine minutes long. Here's, yeah. I oh! Just up. Yeah, there's a four minute 18 verse. So I don't know what they're cutting out, though, to do this. Okay, well, as long as we can see the lyrics. Yeah, we'll see if... I kind of know this song pretty well. <laughs> I guess it is a good song. Listening to it every other day. Not every day. <laughs> every day would be crazy. Right, that'd be nuts. <laughs> Nobody would do that, ever. Nobody ever would. Cheers, Nipman. Cheers to our 24-ounce Path Blue Ribbons. All right. How perfect. It is pouring down rain right outside the window, too. It really is. It's like, oh, he opened the window for motivation. Yeah. You gotta feel it. That, like, fly monkey thing is so creepy looking that they have on most karaoke things. Yeah, I don't understand what that is. That must be the company that makes these or something. It looks horribly, like, kind of racist. And granted, we... Doesn't it? Like those I didn't old go cartoons? to racist. No. I don't know. It looks ridiculous. Yes. I don't know if... Oh, there's another one. Tastes like Chinese chicken. Oh, gross! <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. <clears throat> when I look into your eyes, I can see a love restrained. Oh, and he's walking down the aisle with Stephanie Seymour right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but darling, when I hold you, don't you know I feel the same? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do that good. <laughs> Cause nothing lasts forever And we both know hearts can change And it's hard to hold a candle In the cold November rain I love this one so much We've been through this such a long, long time Just trying to kill the pain Do it Oh, yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But lovers always come and lovers always go And no, no one's, one's really sure who's letting it go today Walking away if, if we could take the time to lay it on the line I could dress my head just knowing that you were mine All mine So if you want to love me Then darling, don't refrain You need to sing this karaoke sometime <laughs> Besides might <work>. in here <laughs> <laughs> Or I'll just stand up walking in the cold November rain Do you need some time On your own Do you need some time All alone Ooh, everybody needs some time On their own Ooh, don't you know you need some time all alone. 
So never mind the darkness. Edit. We, we still can't find a way. Oh, yeah, they cut out a lot. <laughs> they sure did. This is like us on KUFO. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because nothing lasts forever. Or even cold November rain. Back song, a minute 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I cut out three and a half minutes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're a genius. Nipman is the most genius editing person I have ever seen in my life. He could take a Nickelback song and take it from like four minutes down to a minute 15, <laughs> and you couldn't even tell. That's no, all the that same thing. Over really, they do the work for you. And that's it. Oh, well, right. Well, that is a quick I do version. That. Don't you know that you need somebody? <laughs> Don't you know that you need someone? Everybody needs somebody. You're, You're not the only one. one. You're not the only one. Ah. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. We might have to do some more uh, Guns N' Roses Dude, here at some point. I am down with that. Because I, I, mean, I am a fan, yeah. Me too. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with Guns N' Roses. That's another band that I would pay $100 to go see. The reunited version. Not the fucking Axl Rose and his people that he plugs in. So you mean like Axl... Well, Axl Rose won't have anything to do with Slash. Did you hear well, that story? Well, I know, but... About um, Axl Rose and the show that he played recently? It was a couple weeks ago. Anyone who came yes. in with Slash mm-hmm. on yeah. their shirt either had to turn it inside uh-huh. out or take it off or they had to leave. Yeah, I think we talked about that even. Because, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that. It's just... That's just so... I mean, they're missing out on so much money. Like, if that band reunited, yeah, I would be there in a second. Oh, my gosh. I might pay $150 to get it. Money I don't have, but I would still pay it. <laughs> and my invisible monopoly and money. my invisible money. <laughs> I'll gladly pay you today for a concert. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's sort of okay. the scattered nature of today. It is. Yeah, it's been scattered, but it's been good. Everyone has scattered days. Hey, that's all right. Um, tomorrow, very special guest joining us here on Fun Employment Radio, Mr... Rick Emerson. Yes, indeed. We're so excited. He's yep. decided to come back, and we're very stoked. Yep. So he's going to be coming over, so we'll be talking to him. And uh, as usual, you can always send us an email at funemploymentradio at gmail.com. might be kind of funny to see what listeners want to ask Rick. That would be a great idea, so actually. If, so uh, those of you that do know uh, Rick Emerson, of course, from, uh, uh, from the Portland area, obviously you know. Um, yeah, if you have any questions for him, yeah, send, it, send us an email. Send us an email. We'll, um, we'll barrage, barrage him. Barrage. Barrage. Barrage him with questions. Yeah, there we go. Is that the word? Yeah, it works for okay, me. It works for me too. Yeah, as long as we're all, as <laughs> long as we're in little, agreement, that's all that matters. Got a chicken right there. God, I can't believe I got chicken <laughs> on my face. I uh, just, I'm so glad that you enjoyed yourself when I was gone because I, I just picture a little happy nibbler in his happy place, watching True Blood shoving his face full of chicken. Well, it was it good after happy. I got back from the grocery store. It was much better. <laughs> um, give us a call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Don't forget to go check out our website funemploymentradio.com. See Maybe you will see now. the source of Nibbler's pain in some some point very soon. Some point soon. I'd, I'd just say keep checking it. Keep checking. Because uh, there's some exciting things in the work. There sure. Uh, in the work? In the works, yes. That's what I was trying to say. I keep wow. laughing like a fucking banshee. I'm like, <laughs> This is me, no sleep, and, uh, well, now drinking beer. Yeah. Um, all right. So we will be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Keep telling everybody you know about us. Yes. <laughs> and that wasn't me. <laughs>